Last couple days of the chance to win the $5,000 shopping spree from Carrie Underwood. And we'll have words at 820 today and tomorrow. And, you know, I talk about the crockpot stuff. And Paul and I were actually just talking about cooking. You know, for me, cooking for one is fine if, you know, if you thaw out a steak or you make something you can eat two or three times. But when I make something in the crock pot, that's pretty much what you're having for lunch and dinner all week. And we're doing a contest where you share your favorite beef recipe. It can be a steak rub. It can be a soup made with beef, uh, tailgating favorites. Beef goes in the crock pot. But, uh, you know, you got some secret recipe. If you give it to us on the app or catcountry1029.com, you could win a new Traeger. And I don't know about this one, but some of the new Traegers now have the app that works with your phone so you can check temperature from your phone and start the thing on your way home and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'll see how much of this I can read. Yeah, that listens to us got uh, a response back from John Tester. Put some different readers on here. Got a letter back. Thank you for contacting me about your concerns about the Build Back Better Act. Uh, House Bill 5376. It's good to hear from you. Congress is debating legislation that aims to lower costs and cut taxes uh-huh. for working families you liar. You liar. while creating good-paying jobs. Liar. I am working with my colleagues to address issues that are critical to Montana, like lowering the cost of prescription drugs, uh-huh. housing, and combating climate change. Oh. While being in Great Falls yesterday, announcing their, what was it, $9.8 million grant for the Great Falls Airport that he flies through weekly. You know, jet airplanes are bad for global warming, John. Yeah. <laughs> That's according to your people. I also re- recently joined with senators from both parties to write the Bipartisan Infrastructure Investment Act and Jobs Act. Why didn't he help write the last one that Trump wanted then? If you're such a smart writer, you, God, that guy, he's such a 18 worth 18 million now. Mm -hmm. Boy, that jumped up quite a bit over the last two years. Well, you know, compound interest and all story in the Gazette this morning about the ammunition shortage company over in Bozeman, Montana tactical pre pandemic selling boxes of 300 Winchester Magnum. For about 30 bucks a box. Last time they had any of it, they sold it for $99 a box. Guy spends about 20 hours a week just trying to find ammunition to order. Also had to limit how many boxes of ammo customers can buy. So one person doesn't stockpile and leave the rest of the customers without. Shotgun ammunition. Especially tricky to track down and more expensive than usual. And that's uh, mostly supply related. But this one... The Nintendo Switch video game consoles were sold out for months at many locations, in part thanks to a viral trend on TikTok. 
That one didn't affect us. And I'm sure the ammunition manufacturers are making it as fast as they can, but people do stock up. And if you've ever been shooting out at the BLM land at 17 Mile, every person that goes out there to shoot shoots every bullet they own every time they go. I know. <laughs> I, I haven't been out there in a couple of years, but I'll, uh, I'll look that way when I'm driving out there. And that just always, as long as the weather's half decent, all the little slots are all just full of people shooting all varieties of guns. I don't know how many zillion tons of copper and lead are in that particular hillside, but it's a bunch. They said because of the George Floyd killing and so forth and what's going on in Portland, people just didn't feel safe. I got news, folks. People in South South Central Montana feel just fine. <laughs> and for law enforcement, they're supposed to they're supposed to shoot a certain amount of rounds every month, so they got to have the ammunition. Well, and I know where one of the most popular places are to buy ammo. Shipton's. Mm-hmm. I still want to check out one of those, um, one of those red dot scopes for rifles. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see one of those. And, uh, work with one of them a little bit the problem is i can't you can't really do it without making a commitment well and, here's uh, the problem yeah unless you want to come to the house which you don't have time for yeah years ago i could have just brought the gun to work for you to look at yeah but if i walk through the lobby here now mm-hmm. in fact years ago i had a uh i had an sks i was doing something I was working on and i couldn't get it figured out so i brought it to work and walked through the lobby no big deal and then there was a day my, our boss came in. He goes, why does it smell like chainsaw in here? So, weed eater. Paul was helping me. <laughs> Got it running though, didn't we? Yes, you did. <laughs> so there. <laughs> uh, it's better than some of the smells coming from our kitchen. Oh, and by the way, the Democrats just suffered a huge setback. Because over the last two weeks now, I guess the proof is in the pudding of how valuable an AR-15 can prove to be to an American citizen who has one. Here, here. Saved his life. It did. All that stuff coming out of that trial now that we're learning about saved his life. Um, so that's not going to do them any good. No one in their right mind would ever need one of those ever for protection. Well, guess what? We just had a trial that proved that it saved his life. Mm-hmm. And don't cover the slurs from the attackers. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Target's going to be closed on Thanksgiving. That's going to screw up my whole holiday. Dang it. Uh, there's been a couple of years I went and I drove around on Black Friday morning just to see the craziness. I've never waited in line to to buy a TV or anything. You're ahead of me. And years ago, way back in the day, Paul and I worked a couple of Black Fridays. Oh, yeah. 
done remotes on Black Friday, actually. Mm-hmm. Which I'm surprised they haven't renamed that yet because it's racist. <laughs> uh, somebody will. It'll, it'll eventually it'll come up. I agree. Uh, these these libs out there are nuts. Article today uh, from this chick that writes all these um, financial tips. Millennial money. It's okay not to buy stuff on Black Friday. You got to tell people that. You know how sad we are as a country mm-hmm. when you have to tell people that it's okay not to buy stuff on a Black Friday. Buy stuff. What is with buying stuff? The advertising works. They've conditioned the American consumer. Buy. Buy, 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 buy. Dig yourself into a hole. Buy. Feel good. Mm-hmm. That's what pot is. Mm-hmm. You know, feel good now. Buy, 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 buy. Here's what she says. You'll probably face heavy pressure from retailers to take advantage of Black Friday deals. But you get to choose what you buy and when. So aim to shop with intention rather than in response to sales. Determine how much you can spend on holiday gifts in total and for each person on your shopping list. Then stick to the list. Bad advice. Bad advice. That's bad advice. I'm going to read that to you one more time. She, this is a financial expert. Determine how much you can spend on holiday gifts. Divide it by each person and then stick to it. No. No. I could spend $5,000 on each kid. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not going to do that. And I'm not going to stick to that. I'm not going to do it either. That's stupid. That's not why you buy for someone. You don't buy for someone because you have a certain amount of money in your pocket Mm -hmm. that's burning a hole in it, and you would have spent it all for Christmas. That's not why you buy for somebody. Try setting rules for yourself. Limit impulse shopping, such as waiting an hour between seeing something you want and buying it. Or make this year... You and your family change the way you handle gifts, set price caps, exchange names, give only homemade or experimental gifts. Gift giving, folks, gift giving should be a gesture. Mm -hmm. Gift giving is a sign of love. That's what it is. Gift giving isn't isn't out there to increase somebody's wealth or increase uh, the amount of stuff that people own. That's not what gift giving is. At all. You give you give gifts out of love. You give gifts out of, of things like that. Um, because it's a holiday and they're special and you want to recognize them on how special they are during the holidays. So you buy them something. I get it. But you don't have... I. To me, giving you a list... Of all the things that they want, this is my list. (laughs) All right? (laughs) Just the fact that you give a list. Uh See, that was all brought on by the marketing thing. Yes, it was. Santa Claus, you give him a list. Okay, this is what I need. If you want me to be a loving kid, you got to get me first and foremost my Nintendo 64. All right, that's top of my list. Then I want my cell phone. Then I want this. And Hey... 
You'll get what I give you, and I give it to you out of love, and you should be grateful for getting it. It mm-hmm. used to always be like that. Hey, nice. You got a new set of jeans with 14 rips in them. That was a great investment. <laughs> for my daughter, I call those bear attack jeans. Yeah. But, um, and once again, folks, this is the Howard coming out of me. You never borrow money to buy gifts. You never borrow money to buy gifts. If you're in that situation, you don't borrow money. This is coming from a guy who's never borrowed money to buy a car. Hey, what do you have to bring that up all the time? <laughs> how, how many people, honestly, how many people do you know that have never... I did borrow money for six months once on that car. Um, yeah, but, but, but that, that's because it was financially feasible. Yeah, it was an incentive. You right. got another thousand off if you borrowed it for six months. Right. Don't put... You're, uh, you're, you're a great example to follow financially, but most people just aren't that disciplined. Well... And also, too, back when you and I were coming up, you couldn't get a credit card. Oh, no way. And now, no pl- way. please no. take our... In fact, we'll send you mail asking yeah. you to get our credit How card. How many of those you get in the mail every week? I'll, I'll bet I get a dozen of those every week. And, mm-hmm. and my kids get them. They yeah. send them to my house yep. for my kids. And I'm thinking, man, you are sending them to the wrong people. But, uh, but she says, you know, uh, impulse buying. Folks... Buying coffees is impulse buying. Buying coffee is an impulse buy. You drive downtown, I want a coffee. Uh, So you go into a Starbucks or you go into a City Brew or you go into a Zavio or whatever else, however, classy, sassy or whatever they are. And you go in there and you spend $6 on a cup of coffee. That's an impulse buy. Mm -hmm. And if you put that, see, this is the thing. If you, if you put all that stuff on credit cards, um, it, it, you, you shouldn't be doing that, in my opinion. Now, I, look, I, I'm not, I hate doing this. God, I hate talking about this stuff. Because it, it, everybody's their own individual and everybody has a right to do everything they want. But that's why I've always, my whole life, Mark, I've always, whenever we eat at restaurants and stuff, I've always paid cash. Because if I have the cash, uh, I had the cash. You carry cash. I do. I carry cash. Some people carry none, zero. Uh, couldn't even tell you who's on a $100 bill. Actually, most of the people that I socialize with... Don't carry cash. Don't carry cash? No. I don't know if Johnny's ever held cash. I've had, I've had lunch or dinner with him a couple times. Look how much time... Look how much trouble we've had, had with Johnny trying to get some cash into the playlist. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. But no, seriously. Um, and my dad always did that. My dad always paid cash. And because uh, if you have the cash, I remember the one phone call we had with my dad. My dad said, look, if you got 98 cents in your pocket, remember that? And it costs 99 cents. He said, you can't afford it. Right. That's what he said. And so if you go to Starbucks and you have $5 there, uh, laying there in the cup holder of your car, then buy the coffee. But you won't even realize until 30 days later all the things that you bought. Mm -hmm. And then you got to find the cash 
to pay that bill. I just up, up, up. I just need the cash to make the minimum payment. I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. When I cleaned John's pickup out two weeks ago, <laughs> I found enough dollar bills in there where he could survive for two weeks laying mm-hmm. around. Because every time he'd go to Taco Bell or something like that, he'd throw his change in there. That kills me. I got a big thing of change at home, and I collect it. Uh-huh. And then, uh, you know, like once a year, I'll take it down to the, the the hot tellers at the bank, and I drop it off, and they and I'll get like one hundred and thirty eight dollars for it. And I use that for tip money for Mexico and stuff like that. But um, but gift buying, and folks, never forget this. Never forget this. Like anything else you buy, except for land land or a home the minute you walk the minute you buy it the minute you walk out the door it is worth less the minute you walk out mm-hmm. the the very minute you walk out you buy a brand new pair of boots you walk out of the store put those boots on they're already worth less anything you buy car doesn't matter well not right now it isn't okay i get in arguments all the time with people who want to buy cars because they get better gas mileage <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, this I, I've watched some of these arguments. Oh it's yeah, fun. this one, this one I got it. It gets like twelve. This new one I'm looking at, it gets nineteen. Oh, and how many miles a year you drive? About ten, twelve thousand. Man, you're going to save four hundred and ninety dollars a year on gas. Mm-hmm. That's and you just bought a sixty thousand dollar car. Plus, plus you're paying interest on the car. I mean, it's just crazy, folks. I mean, use your head a little bit. America needs to. We don't teach. We don't teach fiscal responsibility in America. We can see it with our Congress. Look what lesson they're sending everybody in the world mm-hmm. to to spend it. Doesn't matter if they have it or not. They just spend it. They just spend it. But. This is America, and everybody has the right to do whatever you want. And uh, you have the right to push the damn button, too, on the radio if you want. You can do that, too. Mm -hmm. You don't have to listen. We understand that. It's a free country. We're all different. I get it. I notice, though, that um, like a lot of people that go on our flakes trips and Help us out with our donations like Flakes Giving, stuff like that. Uh, these donors, and I, I'm still running thank you notes to dozens of them. Is that uh, these people that all contribute to like our charitable foundations and uh, go on the trip and stuff. All of these people that I have talked to that I get, have gotten to know over the years personally they all at one point in their life went without yeah isn't that funny mm-hmm. they did they all they all went without they were all at one point uh not so much broke but knew what it was to pinch mm-hmm. uh but they had the savvy and the business uh, savvy and fiscal responsibility to realize it, to save, to build. Folks, you um, you don't need uh, 
you don't need a college degree or you don't need luck uh, to make it in this great country. You just need a great work ethic. You, you have any young kid right now, any young man, let me just speak to the men out there because I can speak to you. Uh, you can speak to men differently than you can women. And I know a lot of people think that's sexist, but it's just the truth. So, you know, wake up and smell the ro- My dad taught, he talked to me a lot different than he talked to my sisters. Well, I'm sure. But you, um, you can get anywhere you want in this world with a good, solid work ethic. Anywhere you want. Mm-hmm. You, it is unlimited right now, especially even, even in these times right now. It is unlimited the amount of money that you can make right now if you have a good work ethic. I mean, you can be rolling in it. You can be making bank right now. The problem is, if you don't want to, and you want to horse around and screw around and enjoy life, uh, oh, that's, that's one that gets me. Nobody's put on this earth to enjoy life. <laughs> At least not yet. And also, Paul also really likes when you just take a year off after high school I know, I know. before you go to college. I know. But the the money that can be made out there, if you are a young, a young strapping young man who didn't go to college and you're 19 years old, 20 years old. You, you can live, believe me, because I, I did it, you can live on four hours of sleep a night and still enjoy your social life, and you can work 18 hours a day if you want, mm-hmm. and you will have the money that you need. Mm-hmm. And if you are smart, man, 15 to $20 an hour now? Work ethic. I watched that thing on the Hoover Dam the other night. Work ethic, man. There's a lot of opportunity out there right now. but And you have to take care of your health. You got to be healthy in order to do it. And that's where we've also failed, in my opinion, is our health. We have let our country just go to hell when it comes to our health. Our health. This COVID problem. Look at all of the COVIDs that are all because of an underlying condition. That should be emphasized. Those deaths aren't from COVID. Those deaths are all from an underlying condition that in, other, in any other instant, if their health would have been in any other form, they would all still be living. But they're not because of their health. I told Mark, I went into the dermatologist yesterday folks I, I i go in i try to get in there about every other year every three years or something like that because i you know i ranch and i'm outside a lot and uh i want to take uh take the precautions necessary to make sure that you know there's no skin cancers or gross or anything i went in there yesterday and and uh she checked me all out and uh said I was doing uh I was doing really well for somebody who's outside and uh I had I had no problems or anything but god she started 
carving me up and cutting. There's a couple moles that she saw. I want, we should probably get those off. She goes, it, it's they're all benign. And I said, okay. And man, she branded me up like somebody was practicing on a calf. Uh, my whole body looks like a blotch bar scar on the getting upside this morning. But you know, you got to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And we don't. And we need to start teaching that early. Oh my gosh, I see it in our youth. Uh we need to become more fiscally responsible. We need to become physically responsible. Uh, American Farm Bureau said your Thanksgiving dinner will cost you $53.31 this year. Some chick on MSNBC, the biggest communist liberal progressive network in the world yesterday, says, well... If you want to cut costs, get rid of the turkey, serve something Italian or some (laughs) pasta. And then she says, or just invite fewer guests. That way your cost will go down. Okay, kids, this year, uh, kids invited to Thanksgiving at our house are the kids born in even months. Right. Every (laughs) other kid is invited. Uh, It's it's the girl kids this year. One in-law per family. I mean, I'm listening. I just, I can't even handle this stuff. Turkeys are up 14%. Uh, inflation, folks. But there's no shortage of turkeys. No shortage of whole turkeys in the United States. No, the Hutterites got a bunch of them. Um, they sell a lot of them, though. But, man, they, they you can't find a better one. Have you ever had one of those deep fat fried ones? Yeah. Have you? Any good? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very juicy. Yeah, I'm sure. Problem is, if you don't know what you're doing... You'll start the whole country on fire? <laughs> that's that's a problem. Yeah, well, I got a fire truck. <laughs> Call me, Wilson. We'll bring her down. No, I've had them... Uh, I've, had a, I've had turkey on the Traeger. I've had the deep fried. Yeah. I had somebody do a Cajun one a couple years ago. Hmm. Mm. I wouldn't like a Cajun one, probably, but um. isn't it funny though? We don't eat turkey much every year. Everybody eats turkey on Thanksgiving, and you eat turkey once or maybe twice a year. Yeah. All the pilgrims all died off. I think it's from eating turkey. <laughs> I saw a special on that the other night. See, that's kind of stuff up my alley. I watched it when they they landed out there, and uh, most of them died. Half of them ran off with the Indians that were there um, and joined in with the in order to survive. Uh, they didn't make it. And dysentery that got them right away. Uh, it was awful. Oh, and you, for you progressives out there, uh, you liberals out there that still every day you wake up in the morning and you stick pins in your Donald Trump doll. Because he was such a bad man, even though he had America back. Joe Biden is uh, signed a deal yesterday where he is now going to tap into the U.S. oil reserves, our strategic oil reserves, to uh, try to alleviate the fuel pressures on the United States that he and Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders and Chuck Schumer and Dick Durbin and all the rest of them and Barbara Boxer and Dianne Feinstein, all of them, they all brought on America. 
by eliminating all of our energy independence. So now he's going to tap into our major strategic oil reserves. Now, for those of you that don't listen to the radio station, about three years ago, Donald Trump, when oil got down to $29 a barrel, he bought oil at that price and filled up every one of our strategic oil reserves in America. Filled them up right to the top. We had crap bubbling out the top. Bubbling out the top. You know how your cereal bowl, when you put cereal in and you you fill it up too full of milk and then you try walking and it spills all over? That's where our oil, strategic oil reserves were. He saved us again. Donald Trump has now just saved us again and people don't realize it. And won't get credit. No. He filled those up at $29 a barrel. Now, Joe Biden is begging, pleading to terrorist countries around the world to increase their oil production because that's what Democrats think. They think that oil that comes out of the ground in the Middle East won't have a carbon imprint or won't affect pollution like oil that comes out of the United States. So now he's going to tap into the strategic oil reserves to try to eliminate fuel costs, which is spiking inflation and making everybody else's lives miserable. But you can thank Donald Trump for that oil there in the strategic oil reserves. And don't give him credit. I don't care. Hit the damn button. Um, But that's another thing where some of his moves are once again still saving America. True. It's that strategic oil reserve. And... uh, Tomorrow, tomorrow's our last day of work uh, for Thanksgiving, like the rest of you folks out there. So if you're flying, um, there's going to be long lines at the airport. So keep that in mind. In our area, we're going to have no problems traveling, really. Uh, there is a slight chance of showers tomorrow, but we, we need that anyway. Yeah. But, but did, you, did you see the extended forecast? Mm-hmm. Holy crap. 51, well, this Thursday... 51, 57, 56, 63, and 57 in the next week. My cows uh, my cows took off yesterday and went up uh, into the north country, up uh, you know, past that windmill and stuff all up in there to graze again. I said, good, you keep going. I'm not preg checking or nothing until I have to. Right. Uh, as long as they're out eating, because I'm going to have to get rid of a lot of them. And um, I said, good, great wonderful i was out yesterday fencing and uh doing some of that i took a picture last night on my way home from uh you spin around you bastard how do you do that i took a picture last night uh you can't you can't really see it too well but i i took a picture last night on my way home that was just it was just amazing mm-hmm. amazing last night i'm in my little pickup there folks i got my dog with me i got the window rolled down and uh i just thank god that i live where i live i did the same thing sunday morning yeah see sunrise same thing just absolutely beautiful all those different colors and I just, uh, I'm so happy to live where I live. It's just beautiful. Beautiful. And I thought, you know what? I thought, you know what's sad? Is 
I may only have the opportunity to see this 9,000 more times. Mm-hmm. Who knows? You never know. And um, it, was just, uh, it was just beautiful last night. Well, so I got a picture of beauty, and then it's pretty much summed up yesterday for me. A golf ball. <laughs> what? What is? Oh, that's by the sand trap. That's in the sand trap, and that's laying up against a rake. That's well, what kind you, of day I had. But you get to move the rake, right? Yeah. yeah, you got to move the rake. Oh, it's laying good though. Yeah, it's laying good, except it's about eight inches below my feet. Oh, that's not good. That's, it wasn't good. No. Well, Mark, that's a good day. It was. That's a good day. You were out on the golf course. That's a good day. It was, and uh, I want to play Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, one of those days next week. Or 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 all three. Well, no, just one actually. Oh yeah. That way, I will have golfed every month this year. You can't always do that here. <laughs> every month. I thought at first you were going to say at least once every week. No, that didn't this year. happen. No, that every didn't month. Yep, every every month, month this though. year. Oh, you'll get that easy. Yeah. Let's see. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Sunday and Monday. Sunday, 63. Monday, 57. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, maybe, and then maybe afterwards. Uh-huh. Maybe afterwards you could have a cold one. Uh-huh. And then you will, then, if you could do it next week, uh-huh. then you will have had a cold one in every month of this year, Mark. There's a cold beer calling my name. See? <laughs> Jiminy. Oh, and one more thing uh, before we uh, take care of some business here. I think tomorrow uh, when we have our pet, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll present a check to the Yellowstone Valley Animal Shelter. Yep. Okay. We can do that. Let's wrap that up for the year and uh, we'll get that let's, one. Too. Let's wrap up that October promotion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, well, we finally got everything. Credit cards cleared, all that kind of stuff. So uh, we'll be able to give them a check um, tomorrow too for the Animal Shelter. And because uh, of you folks in the doghouse parade, but um, we'll be able to wrap that up tomorrow, get that taken care of before the holiday. There you go. You know, usually this time of <clears throat> this time of year, there's big movie releases. Mm-hmm. Uh, because usually Thanksgiving evening and Friday is always a big movie day. Right. I haven't heard of any big movie releases. No, I know they moved uh, John Wick 4 and uh, the second Top Gun to next year. Oh, I see there's some horror flick out there called the Raccoon Hallway or something. Oh, yeah. That looks... God, jeez. <laughs> looks like you and I won't be going to. Not going to that one, Wilson. Unless you hold my hand, I'm not going to that one. I don't like those kind of scary things. Yep, don't like them. I'm in pretty good shape here. I get it. Get some chiropractor to crack my back and get it rolling and mm-hmm. be like I'm 15 again. Well, you're going to have to go more than once. Oh, you do? Yeah. What? It's not like a car repair where they go and put a new water pump in, it's fixed? Or? Right. Oh, yeah. Well, Paul, you got to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if your leg's that. falling asleep, yeah. you got to go see somebody. Well, it's just tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Well, because, you know. The muscles are so tight right now. Yeah. And what they've done is they've yanked those vertebrae to a different spot. Mm-hmm. And though they can massage it a little bit and work it back, it's going to be a, a couple of visits before it's back to where it's supposed to be and it wants to stay there. Yeah. 
Doesn't take long. You can go right at 10. How long does it take usually for one of those? Five minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, hold on now. That's not too bad. No. Oh, I thought it was one of them regular one-hour things. You go in there and you fill out 85 pages of paper and no. and you sit there for 20 minutes. And uh, I'll always be able to get into my massage gal because she won't be working on Paul. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't think I need a massage. I just think I need to get, I just need <laughs> Oh, to, yeah, you do. No, I but, don't. But you're not going to get I, one, no, so it doesn't right. matter. I just need to get things kind of uh, maybe aligned again to see if that would work. So. Mm-hmm. Hey, I can relate. I need to drink eight bottles of water a day, but... <laughs> well, you're getting fluid. <laughs> okay? You're you're getting the fluid True. you need. It's just right. different kinds Rocky of fluid. Rocky Mountain spring water. Right, exactly. <laughs> Cold. Mountain fresh. <laughs> I got it. It's blue. It's what? time to drink it. Can't can't not do it while the can's blue. Exactly. 